This is a really strange gospel for the end of the Christmas season because technically it's still the Christmas season. Um, next Sunday, it's kind of a gray area because this next Sunday is both the end of the Christmas season and the beginning of ordinary time. So like, technically, this is like the last full mass for Christmas. So enjoy it. And so for the last mass that we're going to celebrate that is fully Christmas, uh, the reading is about leprosy. Does that strike you as a little strange? But here, to me, it's perfect to end the Christmas season on for this reason. Why did God take on human flesh? Uh, because humanity needed to be embraced. And so in leprosy, if you... This is just a great gospel. In leprosy, according to the book of Leviticus, which you know you people love, in the book of Leviticus, the rules are very clear. If you have leprosy, uh, I'm not allowed to talk to you. And if you speak to me, I must turn my back to you. And you're not allowed to touch me, and I am not allowed to touch you. And if I touch you, then all of you must turn your back on me. You're not allowed to speak to a leper or touch a leper. Um, and here's the thing, that kind of isolation, cut off from a community, is so hard on people. Um, and so what does Jesus do? Shockingly, he speaks to the leper. And he breaks the book of Leviticus and reaches out and touches, stretches out his hand and touches the leper. Doesn't leave him isolated, which... I know that sounds strange. Isn't that a great image of, of Christmas? Where humanity is isolated and cut off. It's not about curing leprosy. It's about curing isolation. That God takes on human flesh because human beings, we need to be touched and embraced and loved. That's a huge need that we don't thrive well unless we're embraced. Um, so, like... Leprosy would be terrible. Um, does that make any sense? And so, isn't the Christmas story God taking on flesh to stretch out and touch us uh, so that we're not completely isolated? Does that make any sense? And the problem I have with COVID is the isolation, not the virus. Because like last night, I was yelling at my mother because she deserves it. Um, <laughs> So I actually was yelling at her, uh, and because she called me to tell me that, uh, she says, well, and you have to understand, my nephew and his wife live in my mother's house right next door to my mother who lives with my sister. So she called me to tell me that they both tested positive for COVID. So always being centered, I start yelling at my mother. And I said, please tell me that you've been wearing a mask around those two um, because my mother has an autoimmune disease. And she says, well, no, because they're family. And I said, but you know, you know they're both lack self-discipline and they're incredibly selfish. And I love them, but they lack self-discipline. So you should have known they were not even being smart when it came to COVID. You should have been wearing a mask. Um, and then, so I start to kind of yell at her, like, you should have been doing this, and why aren't you doing that? And 
My mother, I find her so funny. I really do. She's so hilarious. Um, and she can get me laughing. She says, you know, at 85, I've done pretty well on my own. I, th <laughs> I think I can make the right decisions for the next day. <laughs> and I think that's so funny. And I said, but you know what I'm worried about? Is I'm not worried about the COVID. Or, you know, she might get sick. What I'm worried about is um, that you'll withdraw like we did. You remember the beginning of COVID where everybody was isolated? The problem with that kind of isolation, my mother has a busy life. She volunteers at St. Vincent. She um, does this and that. And the worst part about COVID was her isolation, where she had a low-grade depression because she's used to caring for people. And now she's stuck in this prison of my sister's house. And I said, I do not want that to happen again. That's actually my fear, that you'll be fighting this depression. Um, and even at my former parish, at Holy Apostles, huge amounts of depression when people are isolated and cut off. And I just don't mean from, well, I do mean COVID, but even from like society and religion, it has a way of making you feel sometimes completely cut off and isolated. That's a problem I have with the leprosy. Could you imagine everybody turning their back on you? And then you have God who takes on human flesh, who reaches out his hand to touch you. Human beings need to be touched and embraced. And I know this sounds strange. That's an analogy of Christmas, where God takes on flesh to reach out and touch us so that we can reach out and touch other people. The real disease, I think, of our society is not leprosy or COVID. The real disease, I think, is the me, 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 me theology. That I, it's all about me. Life is about me. Me, me, me. And God bless my nephew. I love him. But him and his wife has that me, me, me theology. So it's really all about them, which is a form of terrible isolation. If you live just for yourself, it's religion who carries on the incarnation of Christ by reaching out and touching other people who are isolated. Um, but so there's this contrast of two types of religion. You have the religion of the God incarnate who reaches out and touches people, which means we should too. Nobody should be left in isolation. Or you have the religion of the book of Leviticus that says, oh no, we got to make sure nobody ever speaks to Kathy and we turn our back on Kathy and we don't touch Kathy because there's something wrong with her. Um, which type of religion are we going to be? And even like, this sounds strange. Father John told me this yesterday and he was being funny and I do think it's funny, but he told me, he said, oh, some guy from his parish was upset with me. His parish, St. Thomas, is upset with me because um, I sold the house that Father Paco was living in. Um, and he said, well, why is Father Len doing all this real estate? Well, so I said, well, could you also ask him for his cell number? So every time I have to make a decision, I can call a St. Thomas parishioner and ask him, should I be doing this? Um, was he upset with Father Paco when Father Paco bought the house? Why did the parish need two houses? Um, my only point being is that 
Really, you know he only said that because he wants to find something to condemn me of. Find something that, you know, Father Len needs to be isolated and put out. Um, do, so anyhow, my point being is that he wants me to feel bad about myself, like there's something wrong. Um, does that make any sense? Like, so in one way, religiously, either we're practicing a theology where we reach out and embrace other people, or we're practicing a Levitical theology where, you know, you need to be isolated and we, you need to know that we turn, your back, we turn our back on you. Um, why not end the Christmas season out by saying, oh, if God took on human flesh to embrace us, nobody should be left out. All humanity should be embraced by us, the arm of God who reaches out and touch people in the flesh, because everybody needs to be embraced. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you, I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially. Your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comments section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.